Hello, welcome to another podcast, Lost Souls 101. Make sure you check my website, dot com. All right, guys, today, we, today we're going to be talking about the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns in the NFL have been the laughing stock for plenty of years. They've sometimes been called the worst team in NFL history, and I can agree with you on, on some of those statistics in the past. But in the near middle of the season last year, a culture changed. Um, they fired their head coach, and they brought in an assistant coach at the time, Freddie Kitchens. And that's when the culture really changed. Um, it became from what was a laughingstock to a potential Super Bowl winning team in the next couple of years. With the Browns losing so much, they got really high draft picks. Some of the draft picks that turned into real potential NFL superstars like Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, um, Nick Chubb, plenty of other players. And that also allows them to make trades. Some of the trades that they made have been bringing in Odo Beckham, Jarvis Landry. Those are just two of the main ones. Odo Beckham, as you guys know, is one of the NFL's best wide receivers. In his first year in the NFL, he averaged 108 yards um, a game. He has a total of 44 touchdowns in his five years in his NFL career. And it's worth noting that in one of the years, he had three touchdowns, but that's because he was injured for most of the year. And even last year, he had six touchdowns, but I do believe he was injured for most of the year. Last year, too. But don't go me on that. <laughs> but ever since Freddie Kitchens got in, they've started winning games. They ended up winning seven games, eight losses, and one tie. I don't think they had won a single game before Freddie Kitchens was brought in. And and how they compare in, in, to, just any, to the rest of the NFL was not that bad at all. They ended up with 118 rush yards a game, which was 14th in the league. 250 pass yards, which was also 14th. 368 yards per game, which was 13th. And 22.4 points, which was 20th in the league. Now, being a team that had was on the biggest losing streak in NFL history of not winning a game in I don't even know how many years, this was an insanely... Which is a weird thing to happen. The Cedars team possibly being talked about winning a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. Um, some of the star players that they have, as I said, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson Jr., Joe Sherbert, Den- Denzel Ward, Jarvis Landry, uh, Odell Beckham, all superstars. Miles Garrett as well. So today we're going to be going over their schedule and how I believe they'll fare and if they could possibly get a chance to win a Super Bowl this year. Probably not, but there's a chance. Because as I'm looking through the schedule, it does not look as if it's too bad. So their first week is against the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans, a classic team that may make it to the wildcard run in the playoffs, but nothing more. They're one of the more forgotten teams in the NFL, to be honest. And honest with you, the quarterback, Marcus Mario, is a really good quarterback. And their team all around is a pretty good team, but they can't really click. And they can't get out of their division that many times and do well out of their, their vision. So I anticipate that to be a pretty easy win. Plus, it's the first game of the season, which means it's just going to be a bunch of just excitement. And it's at home. The second week, they play against the New York Jets. The New York Jets, classically, just a bad team. They made some big moves, but they're still just a bad team. that need lots of work, even though that's at midlife, and that's a away game. It's, I anticipate this Cleveland team, as I said, to do very good. Then they meet their first very difficult opponent, which is the Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams made it to the Super Bowl last year the way they lost in a barn burner of a game against the New England Patriots. Los Angeles Rams, they have Jared Goff, Aqib Tlaib, Aaron Donald, who was a favorite to win the MVP last year. Those are just Todd Gurley. Those are just some of the few players that come into mind when they have plenty, much more talent. I anticipate this to be a loss, to be honest and honest with you, because the Los Angeles Rams, coaching-wise, they're better. The 
who is the coach? Sean McAvey, I think is his name. Phenomenal coach. Does stuff that nobody anticipated Los Angeles Rams to do for a very long time. And, yeah, that's just that, that's just going to be a loss, genuinely, in my opinion. Then it's against the Baltimore Ravens. I believe this could be another loss. Baltimore Ravens have returned to their prime defense last year. They were one of the best defensive teams, probably the best defensive team, besides maybe the Rams. Plus, with Lamar Jackson entering a sophomore uh, season, I can expect for him to only get better. Then they play against the San Francisco 49ers, uh, another very bad team. Even though the San Francisco 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo, that's not going to be enough for the Browns. So I expect their record at this point to be about 3-2. and two. Then they move on to the Seattle Seahawks, which used to be a very daunting team when it comes to defensive-wise with the uh, uh, power of doom, power of whatever that trio was called, between Earl Thomas, um, Richard Sherman, and Cam Chancellor, and Bobby Wagner. Uh, their week seven is a uh, bye. Oh yeah, back to Seattle. But uh, their team has definitely fallen apart. Apart recently, with Cam Chancellor retiring and and uh, Richard Sherman moving on to the San Francisco 49ers. So I anticipate they be somewhat of a cakewalk for the Browns, at least on the offensive side, for the Browns going against a weak at this point weak Seattle defense or weaker. Then week seven, as I said, it's a bye. Week eight is the New England Patriots. They're not going to win that game. Do I have to get into the reasons? One, Tom Brady. Two, Julian Edelman. Three, Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> I know, but simply said, I mean, the Patriots, they're still the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. Probably going to win the Super Bowl again. It's just, to me, it's just almost facts. The way that they control the ball and having the best quarterback in the league, probably the best quarterback of all time, having the wide receivers that they do, the offensive lines improved, defense has improved. With cornerbacks like uh, Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore, I, it's your not many teams going to be in the Patriots this year. Then play against the Denver Broncos in Week Nine. Denver Broncos used used to have very daunting defense as well, but has fallen apart significantly. Now their only key defensive player is is uh, Von Miller, and with controversy at the quarterback position, I doubt they're going to be able to put up much of a challenge. And plus, I do expect Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham to have lots of to exist very well together. They both are very hot-headed people, and I, can, I know for the most part those relationships don't really work, but they both want to win, and that's something that they can, you know, both clear to agree on. So I think they'll be able to work out really well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> on the Week 10, they play against the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo's struggling team, to say the least. I expect this to be a pretty easy game. Then they go against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I expect this to actually be a very... Close game. Pittsburgh Steelers, they have Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Ben Roethlisberger, James Conner. Three very underrated people on a very good, on a pretty good team. Mike Tomlin as the head coach, eh, he's, he's all right. Um, he's definitely falling off. But the Browns versus Steelers, it always, it always is a usually very close team, They're, them both being in the same division. And I expect this game to be one of the better games, possibly the best game of the NFL season. I can't really tell you who'd win it. I, I'm going to venture to say probably the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then they, week 12, they play against the Miami Dolphins, a team that's been struggling. They, they change coaches really every single week at this point. They, and they're going to take a couple of years to really develop as a, full, as a really good team. Then week 13, they play against the Pittsburgh Steelers again. I see possibly just being a one-and-one one type of deal they play. Um, at home in the first time, or possibly the Steelers win in a way the second time, or possibly the Browns win. It's, it's, it's really a toss-up at this point because they're both very two 
they're they're both very good teams. And in week 14, they play against Cincinnati Bengals. And normally I would say this is a very close game as well, but with A.J. Green being out and their production without A.J. Green being different than their production with A.J. Green, and even though A.J. Green's only supposed to be out for about three to four weeks of the NFL season, they're, predicted, they're predicting, I wouldn't be surprised to see that injury get moved back a lot. And plus, if he does come back, he's going to be prone to a re-injury because that's just what happens with freshly injured players. So I predict the Cleveland Browns to win. Plus, I expect a very downhill season from Andy Dalton. And, yeah, on to Week 15 against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, it's going to be Baker Mayfield versus Kyler Murray, two former Oklahoma Heisman-winning players. This, I expect, is going to be a very good game on offensive sides, but defensive sides, it's going to be very bad. Arizona Cardinals, I expect, are going to light up the scoreboard this season with Kyler Murray, Murray taking the league by storm and making lots of great plays. And obviously with the Baker Mayfield, Odo Beckham combination with Jarvis Landry, that's obviously going to be a lot of touchdowns as well. So I expect this to be a real barn burner, but I end up anticipating the Cleveland Browns defense end up winning the game towards the end. Then we go against the Baltimore, uh, then they go against the Baltimore Ravens. Once again, I expect this one as the first game to be a very gritty game to which the Baltimore Ravens are probably going to come out as. I honestly, to be honest, honest, it wouldn't be surprised of it wouldn't be surprising to see Baltimore Ravens make it a very far playoff run. Like I, like I said, Lamar Jackson plus the very daunting defense that they have, it's plus their coach are, are having be, been there before and winning it with Joe Flacco, who in my opinion is a worse quarterback than Lamar Jackson, purely because Lamar Jackson can just move a lot better. I anticipate the Ravens to make a strong push for possibly the um, Super Bowl once again. And they're playing against the Bengals again, which as I see as before, a simple cakewalk for the Cleveland Browns. All these wins definitely put them in playoff contention, definitely past the bar card. And I expect them to go somewhat far into the playoffs. I don't expect them to win it all. I want to see them win it all because that would be really cool. Actually, I want to see the Patriots win it all. But it would be cool to see the Browns going from a bottom dweller to a possible Super Bowl winning. But I just don't think it's going to happen this year. I don't know how the coaching situation is necessarily going to pan out. Um... I think what happened last year with the Freddie Kitchens brought in was more of a honeymoon period. I think genuinely you can bring in almost any coach to any bad organization, and the coach is going to do well for a certain period of time. Eventually the coach is going to fall off. I can't guarantee that with Freddie Kitchens. He could possibly turn out to be one of the best coaches of all time, but he hasn't proven himself yet because the honeymoon period just ended when the NFL season ended. So it's going to be interesting to see how he how this all really turns out. Personally, I do think he's going to end up being pretty well and making him pretty far in the playoffs for at least one or two years. But I do expect, as do most, for the Browns to eventually fall off and, you know, become do what the Browns do, and that's just lose games. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast, Lost Souls 101, just Lost Souls 101, and I'm out.